I tell I, I tell people this all the time. They're like everywhere around the city. People go, hey, I want to be a comedian. I love comedy. I want everybody says I'm funny. I want to be a comedian. I want to I go. I go the East Room 8 p.m. on Tuesday open mic. I say it f three times a week. East Room. And, and guess how many people have ever done it? Zero. Zero. The East Room at 8 p.m. on Tuesday has an open mic. And I say that all. The, but it was like, I want to be a comedian. I want to do it. And this applies to everything. It, it, fear. Like, if you want to be a doctor, you got to go to med school. You got to go to the thing, right? You got to do all, you got to go to the, uh, uh, get in, take the, whatever that test is, get in, go to uh, uh, training, go to uh, residency, go all the thing to be, like, you can do, you can do it today. But the only barrier to entry is fear. That's the only, there's no financial barrier. There's no, there's none. And, but nobody does it. I remember going to my first time I ever did stand up. I was I threw up. I threw up in the in the green room. And this older comic is more of a, you know, like he's kind of one of the legends around there. He goes, "Hey man, it's the first time." I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Think about this. They can't kill you and they can't put you in prison." <laughs> so like, what, 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 what exactly are you f uh, scared of? Yeah. And it turns out that you're scared of it's you're more it's more you get to a place where you're it's it's more fearful to stay in the same place than, than to move on. People always ask me, Matt, how did you start your podcast? Well, the first thing to do is just start. And by doing that, you're going to need a good production company. And that's why I roll with 10 Bears Production. You hear me talk to owner Eli every single week. He has become a staple of this podcast because he's an overall great guy. And he makes this look unbelievably awesome. You would be shocked at how well he will do for you. So make sure you go to 10bearsproduction.com. Reach out to Eli. He is available, whether it's a promo video, whether it's a social media post or whether you're ready to start a podcast he will help you and it could look just as good if not maybe better than this if you have better ideas than me he will help you create your idea and make it flourish 10 bears production is the way to go welcome to another week of level up with matt rogers i am your host matt rogers with me as always the man on the ones and twos, the golden Jew with the big beard, Eli Adelman. What's up, baby? How are you? I'm good, man. Are you excited? Working on some audio levels here. You are? Yeah. Was I too loud? Was I? Did I come in too hot? A little loud. That's okay. You know, Eli, I have an announcer's voice, and I'm excited because uh, one of the funniest men, I think, around yep. is here with us today. Before we get to him... Who makes you laugh? Like all time, dead or alive, who is the funniest person you think? Who makes you laugh? Man. Um, dude, lately it's been my daughter, to be honest. God, yeah, it's I was like, thinking something. Okay, why your daughter? Dude, she just says the funniest thing. She'll just come out like she's three, but her like like ability to understand humor is like a ten year old. Maybe really? more. I don't know. But she's great. She's great. She makes you laugh. Oh, yeah. Well, then tell me a joke. You got to give me something that makes a you joke? laugh. Dad, smell my finger. What does it smell joke like? What? In front of our guests. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I got he laughs. laughs. Comedians actually laugh more than the average person. Yeah. Yeah. About because they they because they'll find humor in anything. Right. That's, That's their gift. Fascinated me like just the the way that they like look at life and are able to process it in a way that I don't. So. I hope he bags on me a lot today, Dude. like my shirt or my hat or just my chubby face. Um, all right. So I started following 
our guest today, John Christ, one of the funniest dudes I've been watching. Um, I was probably started following him when I saw, oh God, the football coach came after, but the, the very first one I saw was obviously the Disneyland dad. Yep. And cause that's every freaking Disney person ever. If, if you haven't, it's, um, you know, Google John Chris Disneyland dad. I think it probably has over 10 million views now, but he's in the house with us today on Level Up. John Chris. Let's go. That's, that's like a very football intro. That's how like, well, that's like a hype intro. Like, I'm better go suit up and go run out of the tunnel. You should. Yeah, I like that. Let's go. He started in comedy in 2009, yeah, and here he is 13 years yeah. later. I've never seen this. Is the, when I was in high school, it was the last time I saw a setup like this. What? Just this like, is, look at this loose leaf paper in it. Because look at this is that's how, like an okay, actual notebook. Like where where do you get that? Like I Office think Depot of questions that I try to ask you. You I don't want have to ask a you notes. You don't have notes in your phone. You don't have a notes section. What's the? It's uh no not. I don't use technology when you like, this. And you can like unclip that and like <laughs> turn it in to your yeah. yeah. <laughs> Here you go. Here's my homework. Dude, how are Whatever, you? Like I'm doing great, man. It's good to be down here. You look good. Hey, look at that good. freedom hat You're you got loose, on, baby. Oh, I didn't know what it says. Oh, it's it. It says freedom. It. It's got a freaking. Well, I think I got eagle. it at the. Um, you know where I got it at the. It's the that that store that's become like alt right. <laughs> you know that natural store? No. They no. Like you just it? go buy a hat there, and then they're like, ah, and like, whoa! I didn't really. I wasn't really. They're trying to. It's on uh on May Eighth Eighth Avenue. I don't know. Right after you pass, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what that place yeah, is. Exactly yeah, during that. quarantine, they were like very like aggressive. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, they got after it. Yeah, they got we're after in Spring it. Hill. I, I appreciate you it. driving out here. You, it's good to be down here. This is, but last time I came down here was for the FGL concert at that amphitheater. It's a nightmare to get to. Dude, that thing I is a nightmare, that. dude. It's yeah. bad. That's the last time I came down here. They asked me to be like a, a to buy the season package. Yeah. And after I heard, I'm like, heck no. But dude. it's awesome. The yeah. venue is awesome. Really cool. Yeah, but it's like it's like it's like two lanes. So are you an FGL guy? Huge. Really? Big FGL guy. Yeah. So you're yeah. not like cuz you're born in Georgia. Yeah, like you yeah, yeah. were you born and raised on country music? Mm, um my we got into it like in high school. So we weren't allowed we were homeschooled. So we weren't allowed to listen to anything except Christian music. Right. And that was like a like a dust on the bottle like tear <laughs> my beer it was like kind of like ooh like not allowed. You're, I mean, strawberry you, wine, all that kind of stuff. Really? Yeah. That yeah. talks about her giving My, up her virginity at a young age. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Is that? That's not what it's about. Yes. Seventeen, a hot July moon. I saw everything. First taste of love. Oh, bittersweet. That's not what it is about. Yes. That's like no. On the like banks a, of a river, on a well-beaten path. It's funny how those memories. It's um. Dude, that, it, that's like one of those things that like reluctantly crouched at the start. Like it's like it's about <laughs> sex. Like no, it's not. It's it about really racing. is. It's about her losing her virginity. Oh, oh, okay. Read the oh, Eli. Read the lyrics. Lyric, yeah. It's like on, on the banks of a river on a well-beaten path. She, my first taste of love. Like she What's ain't talking the, oh, about oh, kissing him. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah, that'll be the like in uh, a tone of reality at the end of PTI. It's like the fact. What do we miss? And he will review that at the end. Dude, I saw I saw I Dina Carter uh, like four weeks ago at a charity golf tournament, and I'm sitting next to John Daly and Kid Rock, and yeah. Dina Carter gets up there and sings "Strawberry Wine." What? 
And John Daly starts bawling his eyes out. It was really sex. He was freaking hammered. Oh, okay. And yeah, he, that is that. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. you know, she got me through so much. And he paid 20 grand for her to go up and sing Strawberry Wine. Really? Yeah, I have the tape or the video. Not that I can't show it, but it's freaking cool. Like well, John that, Daly's just breathing on my neck, singing is awesome. Is that part of it? Was that part of the 20? He's like, I want to pay. She go up and say, put 20 grand. And I want to breathe on your neck. Yes. I guess it's a Because the deal. song is about losing it's your virginity. Deal. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> Did you ask her? You asked her. What? You were right next to her. Excuse me. Can you stop Hold real on. quick? Super quick. What's have this you, about? Have you found it yet? I don't think it is. I mean, the course is uh, Strawberry Wine. 17. Hot July Moon. So everything. My first taste of love. Well, bittersweet. He's been thinking that this, his whole life. Yeah. And it's not <laughs> true. All, How does it feel? excited about it. Yeah. I thought like the second... Whatever. We didn't come here to talk that's about like, Dina that's Carter. That's like, uh, uh, like in Christianity, like... They're like, when the Matrix comes out, I was like, this is an allegory for Jesus. I go, I don't think it is. <laughs> like a, they're like, yeah, because he saves the people. I go, ah, I mean, yeah. that's a little bit of a stretch. But all right, I'll give it to you. So, yeah. I mean, you grew up, dad's a preacher. Dad's a preacher. Homeschooled yeah. eight yeah. kids? Eight kids, yeah, yeah. So, uh, honestly, like, was it strict? Yes, very, yeah. Really? We couldn't do, there was like a... The, speaking of, there's like a, a DC Talk is like a Christian oh, yeah, band. We and there's in on the Free at Last album. There's one track called uh, uh, "Don't Have Sex for Something Save Sex." It's it's an anti-sex song, but it said right. sex, and we weren't allowed to listen to it. And it was against having sex. Yeah, it was against, but it was just the, the we don't we don't they don't talk about it. Wow. That's what Christianity. It's like a, it's a lot of. Uh, it was like it's very like we just got back from Mexico. And there was a uh, um, uh, like a drugstore, and there's like everything in there, like Xanax, like everything. <laughs> and you're like, the only reason I didn't do these things is because of fear. Right. But mm -hmm. now it's so. Why don't you do them now? You know what I'm saying? We like we were so scared of drinking cigarettes, uh, sex, obviously right. all these things because they it's fear based. So then when that's removed, if that's the only reason you had to not do it, you go well. There's like, like, there's like Adderall, right. like everything was there. And we were just like, who's we just you and your friends yeah, or you me and, and your, my girlfriend or you and your brothers yeah, and sisters. Yeah. All oh, eight no, of us. No, this is not, yeah. <laughs> no rules. We all just go crazy. Yeah. Well, that's what happens a lot when they're like those very sheltered communities. Once yeah. you get out, you, you realize <laughs> you do it and it doesn't kill you. And then you're like, oh, what else have they been wrong about? Right. Yeah, it's a little tricky. I, well, I grew up Pentecostal, so I yeah. saw like <laughs> yeah. Don't act like I don't. You know what I'm talking about? You grew up Pentecostal. I do. Like and but see, but there was also goods to it though, right? Like, a lot of good. A lot of good. Yeah. A lot of good. So like, I mean, I never really went off the deep end per se. Yep. But to your point, like, I thought that if my if my thing touched it, yeah, yeah. she would get pregnant. Yeah. So it was kind of yeah. like. Wait, so, well, you were wrong about strawberry wine. So <laughs> th th this, might, this might be a lot of uh, deconstruction happening today. You're like, hey, apparently that's not. So that's, you're saying that's not true. Uh, no, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> but it also, it, it, it had me put my guard up to where, yep. you know, there was. Yeah, there was a lot of legalism there, but at the yeah. same time, like I did reverence God mm -hmm. and I saw some awesome things at a young age. Like you yeah. now has that carried over like in a positive way. Like mm -hmm. you are a Christian. Absolutely. You do have a great relationship with the Lord, yeah. right? Well, you 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 take you like if you're you're you got kids, right? Mm -hmm. So you're like so you're like 
I want to give them something. Like I was talking to Ernest, Ernest, the country singer, oh, yeah. and he's a good buddy of mine. He has, he has a son now. And he's like, he grew up at Church of God, Church of Christ. I don't know which one, one of the, uh, my buddy Aaron Weber has a joke. I uh, goes, Church of God. He goes, as opposed to what? It's <laughs> funny. I was like, wow, that's a good point. If you weren't in it, you wouldn't, you go, what? What is it? Church of what? What? But he goes, well, I want to give him something, like a some construct of, like, don't, like, if, if, if his son was in here as two years old, like, don't swear. Like, why not? I don't know. There's a kid here. Yeah. Like, or it's a kid. Or, like, you want to protect, even outside of anything faith-related, you're like, I don't know, there's a kid here. Like, you want to give him some moral totally something. And that's what wow. the Christianity is. Like, a lot of it, your parents, they did, they were doing the best they knew how. Right. And you would want to, like, if you're like, don't, if you have if you kiss a girl you could get pregnant you're like it's kind of a lazy way of parenting but it is it did it did scare kids For so sure. you're like well, maybe it was it, it was effective yeah i mean at the, in long term it's not <laughs> but you're like if you you wanted to scare your if you wanted to not let you have your kids have sex mm -hmm. that would that was the easiest way to do it is just scare them i remember in high school so i was a junior and my best friend was a freshman it was pre strawberry wine or post <laughs> this is a uh, pre strawberry wine <laughs> just the chronology of trying to get it lined up yeah. we he, we were calling his house and he wasn't answering so me and my buddy drove over there and he had a girlfriend and we saw him we saw him through the window having sex yeah <laughs> and it bothered us so yeah, bad yeah 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 because yeah, yeah, yeah. and we i brought him aside and the first thing i said to him, i'm yeah, not gonna say his name dude, we're gonna call yeah, him johnny yeah yeah, yeah. and i go Johnny, aren't you afraid you're going to go to hell? It's the first thing I said. Like, dude, you're going to hell. It's not funny, but it's funny. If yeah. you died right now, you're yeah. going to hell. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, I know. Like, uh, but yeah. it feels so good, man. I'm like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> you're going to hell. But I, don't, I mean, but you were doing said, the best you knew. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't be laughing, but no, it's it, not funny. <laughs> but it is funny. It's funny. We, yeah, we did, we did all kind of stuff like that that you look back and you go, oh, that wasn't them, right? Like, right. we had uh, these, like, uh, like accountability groups and like uh you know if you you know looked at something on your phone or something it would uh it would like it would, it would like uh alarm would go off for the other guy because he knew that you were looking at something you're like that's very shame based right it's like oh that's not good well but no and I don't, but it was and, effective but honestly like don't you think like yeah it's accountability at some point it, yeah but, yeah it's but, just funny but shouldn't you like have a good enough relationship with the lord to where like I don't need, like, I'm married to my wife. Like, dude, yeah, I yeah. don't need you to tell me, like, dude, quit staring at that chick's, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. I have a reverence for God and my wife that I should know that already. That you go, yeah, and if you go, you should, like, like, I don't want to, I didn't want to buy Xanax right. down there. Not because, not because you're going to get in trouble, because now you're not going to get in trouble. Right. Not because it's, you can't, you're going to get a ticket. Not because you can't afford it, because you can afford it. So why aren't you? You're like, well, I know the side effects of that, and I know the addictive qualities of right. it, and I don't. I would. I would like to protect my body. Totally. Even outside of anything faith based. Sure. But if faith, you know, I was like, I was like, you know, your body's a temple, and you want to. You're like, all right. Then you're like, oh, you make decisions not because you're scared to get caught, because that's the whole religion. Totally. It's like you're scared to get caught. So like, why don't you drive 150 miles on the interstate? Because you're gonna get a ticket, right? And if you lose your driver's license, there are there are penalties. Yep. 
but let's take that away. That's danger. You're going to hurt yourself or somebody else. Yeah. That is what, that's what you're saying with your wife. You're like, I'm not going to do that. Not because I'm going to get caught or because sure. I'm just not, I would like to continue to be married. And it's smart. Like, and that's <laughs> yeah. how I, I mean, Pretty I got a 16 and a 14 year old boy. Yeah. And I tell him like, my parents were great, but I tell my kids like, no, dude, sex is freaking awesome. Like, and smoke. It's like a weird get, thing like, to your dad. Hey, kids, get around here. Like, <laughs> sex is awesome. You're like, whoa, dad, I'm playing video games. But right I want to tell him like, dude, you know, yeah, if you smoke yeah. weed, you're not going to hate it. You're you gotta, really yeah. going to like it. Yeah. And that's the way, and I tell him that's the way the devil works. Like yeah. he comes at you with yeah. a little bit and then all of a sudden you wake up and you're, you're like, dude, how did I get to, this and far? you want to go to Taco Bell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> so yeah. let me ask those you this. Like, honestly, are you kind of the moral compass for your other comedian buddies? Like, do they look to you? Cause you are the Christian. Oh, goodness. Is that, is that tough? Well, that's my, it's in my Instagram bio, actually comedian, moral compass for other comedians. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, it's the funny thing is, is in, in like, Christianity and the faith, like, or the faith side. I'm like this edgy, like, not dirty comedian, but like, oh, like John Chris is like, like loose cannon. Right. And on the comedy club side, I'm like the cleanest, most family friendly comedian ever. So, like, depends on what lens you're judging me from. So, if you like, I said, like, I said, uh, like, boob job in my show. And that's like probably the far, there's kids in my show, you know, but that's like, Oh, to a Christian, it's like, oh, but like to someone else, they would be like, this is the, this is the cleanest show ever. So everybody's like, has their own opinion of me based on the box that they've set up for themselves. Am I in it or I'm out of it? Like John Chris too far. But I also think there's comics that go too far and there's people that say I'm too far. So like. People say you're too far. Oh yeah, tons. I, I just the Pentecostals, watched, your people. I'm just, I just getting Pentecostals your, like me. Your last special, yeah, yeah. and right in the beginning, like dude, you had people singing Father Abraham. Oh yeah, yeah, verses. yeah. They're not stood. Yeah, yeah. Those are the, they grew up the same as us. Yeah, that they go. Uh, yeah, you do a joke about. I go. I'm not. What did I say that joke about? Like I'm not gay, but like I saw Zac Efron in, and I was like, huh. Like that's like an edgy. That's funny for that crowd. That, yeah. It's like a, like huh. Like it's just a funny. Right. But you can't. That's like a yeah. But to, okay, so going to back, each his own. Your dad preacher. Yeah. Are your parents still around? Are there your parents mm-hmm. still alive? What? what you, how, how old do you think I am? I'm, I'm just you know you never know. <laughs> yeah. But are they? If that's not proud? on there. Are, like where'd you come from? Are your parents still alive? That's the research you did. <laughs> are oh my? Are they proud of you or are you the black sheep? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to yeah my parents are both my dad is actually a, a politician now he's a pastor and he's the, the mayor of the city let's go yeah, he's the mayor of the city of lilburn georgia how awesome is that pretty awesome <laughs> the benefits of being a mayor son are way better than a pastor son really yeah because now you can drive drunk in the city <laughs> i'm just kidding i don't know he would. That's not endorsed by the the police. But your dad, the 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 police do work for the the mayor. So I've, if I ever got pulled over, I'd be like, "Dude, my dad's the mayor." And then they'd be like, "Pulled over." Then they were like, "You're going to jail immediately." Yeah. Have you ever got uh, pulled no, over? No, but I was. I was in. I was. Let's say I was in a. I'm not gonna say that. You're not? I'm going to loosen up this story to make. I was making out with a girl. Okay. In a car in a, in where after hours and I got I did get caught by the cops. 
in the city that uh-huh. your dad's the mayor uh-huh. and he was mayor at the time? Uh-huh. How long has he been mayor? <laughs> <laughs> See what I'm doing here? <laughs> Digging for the details. Let me think. Uh, I mean, for at least 12 years. So a couple did, terms. So they, I mean, I think he just looked at me and saw me and he goes, y'all wrap it up. <laughs> and he, no one, no one said a word. Until no, now, never, now your dad yeah, knows. Now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, what if he's like the, like a weekly listener to your podcast? It could be. Like, dude, really? You, That's surprising. We have some faith. We have a lot of. That's hilarious. Dude. Preachers yeah. and faith based. Real yeah. talk. Kim was on last week. We had that, yeah. I think we made that connection. Oh, I've just been following your stuff because you, you're pretty vocal about your faith. Oh yeah. On the yeah. I gotta be. Yeah. You have so to be. I mean, like real talk, because you know God, you have a relationship with God. Is it hard to be a Christian and a comedian? No, absolutely not. Can you still share Christ? Because I absolutely. know you ultimately, like, dude, you know you're gonna stand in front of your Creator and he's gonna look and say, John. Yeah. Not how many people did you make laugh? He's going to say, yeah. John, how many people did you lead into the kingdom? Yeah. Are you constantly looking for that in a world of where you're constantly trying to find jokes? Well, there's like a lot of like comedians that are like, I'm going to go. Um, like no, God is, first of all, like some, I read a quote that said like, um, the Christian, it was like an old, like a Christian blacksmith is not to put a cross on all of this stuff is Christian blacksmith. This is his job is just be the greatest right. blacksmith. Just be the best. So like you're like a Christian cobbler is like to put a cross on the shoes. Like, no, just make great shoes. And there's a lot of like Christian, uh, is it Christian comedians or things that are like, they're like, I'm, I'm using, I go into the comedy clubs to like be a witness. I go, well, your comedy's not good. So right. don't actually, God's like, don't. Like not no God doesn't say don't but like he's like this is not this is you if you want to be a good like be great just be great at the and yeah. a lot of Christian art is second rate everyone would admit that because not all of it there's a lot of it that's great Christian movies and and uh, right. music there's some of it that's great but it's like oh well we have to it's Christian so the point of it and like no the point of you should be great you should your art should be great yeah and that's the, there's no other way you're like i'm gonna Dude, go into no you're right because the i mean art should be top notch and and better than everyone else when i think of good christian comics i think of you and i think of foxworthy there you, and go. you guys have yeah. done a lot of good exactly. stuff together. yeah and fox foxworthy is a he's not he's a christian right but he's not like he mary, mary and comedy. joseph when it, i mean yeah. he might he might talk about it sometimes we're going to church or stuff like that but it's for everybody yeah it's, and that's such a good point because one of my buddies, I remember in high school, and I was the football player, so I still love Jesus. I probably wasn't Does the best Does he throw witness. that in on every episode if you try to make that? Yeah, he tried to ease that in. I played football. Yeah. I played football. Yeah. but uh, okay. No, but yeah. my buddy had a radical like transformation at church, yeah. and we went to the same football parties that we always go to, yeah. and it's not a Jesus party. There's you yeah. know, it's high school football parties. A Jesus party sounds terrible. And dude, he was. <laughs> He walks in the middle of the party and yeah. with about, I don't know, 50 people, high school kids. Yep. And they're drinking. Some are smoking, making out, whatever. It's a high school party. And he pops on like, you know, a Christian song. Awesome God and, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it's, honestly, it was the 90s. Uh, yeah. so it's probably, oh, yeah, probably awesome. our God not is an awesome God. God. He's doing the choreography. But I was like, I'm going to be honest here. I was, a, I was on fire for God. I love God. And he popped that on. I'm like. 
oh, dude, this isn't the place, bro. No, and cleared yeah. the room out. And yeah. it was like, well, Rogers, why aren't you standing here with me? I'm like, bro, this isn't like that's like holding a yellow sign out in front of an Osteen thing saying, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. tickle your ears, you go to hell. Yeah. So there is a time place. So, I, again, Not, how do you? No one, no one, uh, no one is, is going to be convert to Christianity because of that. Right. So you're like, all right, well, then they're just like, it's just making the sides more like against each other, more opposed to each other. Yep. It's true. Versus like if, if the, you do look at the scriptures, the man of Jesus would be like, you go sit down and we go hang out at that party. And we go, what do you guys, what's going on here? Or what do you guys like? I say, if you go out and get drunk, get high, have sex, do whatever that we grew up Pentecostal. We, I grew up very similar that God is mad at you. He hates you. He's going right. to be, you're going to don't, have sex you're gonna what'd you say to that kid you're gonna go to hell and what you learn is that you go out and do all that god's like man that's a bummer that he did that i got a better plan for him yeah and i'm mad at him i i i actually understand why he did that he's sad he's uh alone he's depressed he's hurt he's bored he's lacking in some way and he went out to go and try to solve it i get it i get it i don't Love it. I wish I had a better plan for him, but I'm not mad. Like you come into that. I'm not my my faith is not thrown off by a bunch of people drinking and partying. Right. They should be doing that. If you're after a football game and you you should be if you're not you what that should you should be. Why are you surprised that people are be doing that? Right. They should be. But are you condoning that by saying that? Like would your Christian friends or your parents or the, your church that you came and grew up like? Yeah. Well, you're condoning that, John. By going to it or by what supporting it or like not, or not standing up like against it? Yeah. Well, they don't follow the. You're like that's just saying it's like, hey, don't. The Bible says do not murder. Like or like the Quran says, uh, donate your alms to the poor. You're like, well, I don't follow the Quran, so I don't have to live by the Quran. I don't right. agree with it. And you're like, oh. So, you, are, do you like? Do you have? Um, other comedians, because dude, comedy, dude, and it's it could be a very dark world. Very dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you have? Have you ever had a situation where people are like, you know what, John? Like, I know we're not. I, th all I don't know what you're about to ask, but a thousand times, whatever you're about to ask me, a thousand <laughs> times, go ask it. If this is not on there, I'm gonna be pissed. What is it? <laughs> they asked you, do you know the meaning of strawberry wine? <laughs> <laughs> a thousand yeah, times. That's the first. No, actually. but do you have like these comedians that go to a dark place and? You're kind of like the Christian comedian. They mm -hmm. come to you and they ask you God questions. Like, are you able to witness in? That? Well, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, those are all all those all those comedians that are that are my friends. They're all my buddies. Yeah. It's not like I'm like passing out tracks in the green room. I'm like, hey, like, right. but you don't. You're not gonna. In a lot of cases, I am the only Christian person that they know. So I think that, you've in, you've inspired so many people because, like, dude. And I'm not just saying this to patronize you because you're here. Like, dude, you've inspired me. I'm insecure, dude. I'm insecure. You can keep talking. You keep saying it. I'm For insecure. real. Yeah. Like, my number one thing to do when I was a kid is I loved making people laugh. Oh, I would dude. take eight, like, uh, the cassette tapes, and I would film Saturday Night Live. Recording, Let's go, dude. And yeah, I would yeah. interview my cousins and stuff. Like, dude, I loved making people laugh. Yeah. And honestly, dude, I never got into comedy yeah. because I never saw a Christian comedian do and, you never saw someone do it and yeah. the jokes that go on in my head confession they're not christian jokes Who's but that? they're really funny is that god you're looking at god I I the, viewers. Looking at the camera yeah 
Uh, so I don't do them. Yeah. And I laugh to myself. And well, I think there, I think there's like in the like, the, I have a joke in my show. Like, you ever try to be like a good Christian, but sometimes like those thoughts come in. I was like, <laughs> I did it in the especially like you've been yeah. driving to work and you see that and you're like that cyclist like one of her is like mm, like <laughs> hit him like is it, like that's already if if the if the New Testament if you believe what it says to be true that God are, if you've thought about murder you've already committed murder it's like right. those thoughts are already in your head so the God's not surprised by that now you are uh, I would say glorifying a certain lifestyle or by by promoting sure. them which is different but I don't think God's like if he's like some things that are just not not like Jeff Foxworthy doesn't say the F word, not because he probably doesn't around right. his buddies playing poker or whatever, but he's like, for, that's, for business, for branding purposes, he probably doesn't. Jeff Foxworthy does not say the F yeah, word. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. He does yeah, not yeah, say, yeah, yeah. So what I makes you ever laugh? I has his whole life. But, uh, watching people fall and hurt themselves really makes me laugh. Oh, every what, time. Yeah. What makes you, like, what What do you laugh at? Like, what? what's your jam? I mean, so... I saw I saw this on the you know there's something about a um they were gonna defund the art at, at a certain school whether it was like the theater program or the um this is getting to my point it was the, like the theater program or the music program or something at a high school they were gonna defund the art and they said just keep in mind that every time you were sad you went to art every time you were sad you went to art. So like you didn't go to facts, you didn't. You went to art. You you were you went to music. Uh, when I've been in my darkest places, like some there's some there's some uh, even not even like a lot of Hillsong, but Coldplay, Eric Church, Coldplay like has hidden bro bro <laughs> dude that I was crying at a Coldplay concert. I was crying. I was yeah. And 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 we I was talking with uh, Corey Asbury, a buddy of mine, about that. And we go small name drop. Oh uh, yeah. Well, he we were at his show. We were at he did uh he did a he did his uh reckless love. He did the song. It was, yeah. a, it was a writer's round. And then afterwards, the next guy to go, I was crying during his uh reckless love song about God is so kind to you. Yeah. And I was moved to tears. And then the guy after played um uh the house that built me, and I was again moved to tears. So I was like, well, what is that? Yeah, I, I, it's like if was the Holy Spirit moving you to tears, but then this is a country song, but this is this is someone, this is a you're sharing the the humanity of or, of another human being in there, and you were moved. Yeah, and you go, that's the thing about Coldplay. I was cr I was crying, yeah. dude. Coldplay is an experience. You, I was crying at the show, and I didn't quite Why were you know crying? what I was crying about. I didn't know. I was just moved. I mean, I was at the. I remember at the Lauren Daigle concert, and I was moved to tears. Yeah. And then so you go. Oh, so what? 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 All that stuff growing up in childhood and church that you were like moved in a, in a church ceremony. What yep. was that then? Yeah. And that's part of the like when you become an adult, you figure out what part of the the what part of the tradition you're gonna keep, and then what part of it you're like I'm not with that. Yeah. Dude, that's powerful man well what is it then if, if you uh, you read you watch a movie and there's someone that's struggling with something and, and they get rescued or whatever and you're you cry what you're like yeah i guess it's humanity that you're 
that you're relating to and saying that connects with you some way, not me, or maybe me and not you. It's like you would cry, I wouldn't, I would cry. You're like, that connects with me. So totally. you're like, all right, well, that should, to, to, that's the same in, in comedy, that it's very subjective. Like, what, like you and your wife probably have a different sense of humor. She's like, this is hilarious. I'm like, it's not funny. Right. And then you're like, she's like, the opposite. It's a very subjective, like, if you're like, I don't think that guy's funny. I don't think he's not funny. He's not to me. But he is funny because right. there's a lot of people in here laughing or a lot of people liking these posts. So that's to be funny. That's not to me. Did you think Sam Kinison was funny? Because no, I didn't. He, yeah, he was like the devil growing up. My parents yeah, yeah, yeah. would turn him off. Like nah, they were canceling Sam back Kinison, in the 70s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, well, Sam Kinison was a pastor. What? Sam Kinison was a preacher. I and, not, yeah, that's why. Isn't I, it crazy mm-hmm. how much religion flips people? Not Jesus, yep. not God. Religion. Yep. Do you have a distaste for religion? Um. Yes. Yeah. Me yeah. too. Well, okay. So if you go to the if you go to open mic night tonight, I'm going. I'm about to. I'm gonna go to a con uh, show after this. There'll be. I would say there'll be twelve comics on the show. Mm-hmm. Everybody doing five minutes. There'll be at least twelve comics in the show. I would say, and I've been doing comedy for ten plus years. Ten of those comics, at least, will have a joke by name about Jesus. Why? Again, not positive. Right. But but you go to LA, there's 20 comics on the show. Everyone has, there's no jokes about Joseph Smith. There's no jokes about Allah. There's no jokes about Buddha. There's no jokes about, but Jesus, There, everyone, because what comedy is, is you lay your head against a pillow at night and you yeah. go, I th- I think I I take a lot of strength from that because it goes there's some something about that I can't Does I it can't hurt you? no no absolutely not it doesn't hurt um, you when they when they make Jesus jokes it hurts me um I don't like it I don't I don't I don't condone but the fact that it, it is very very relevant and if this is a person that you don't even think existed 2000 years ago, everybody's talking about him. Right. Everybody's talking I get what about. You're him. Saying. That's why it's encouraging. Yes. They were like this is totally. Th- this is something that everybody always is dealing with. That's fascinating. That I would, I've never thought about it that way. Yeah. That's, everybody, everybody has has a joke of every comedian has multiple and none of them are pro Christianity. Mine are, but well, that's why, and I say this all the time. It's like, I believe it's in the heart of everyone to want a king like Jesus. He's just been so misrepresented. Yeah, yeah. He's been so jacked Well, up. I always had, I like talking about him in a way where, uh, you know, everyone else is like, I say everyone that's screaming on the right or the left politically, I don't believe. Like you're saying, the guy outside of uh, right. the Titans game is like, turn or burn, screaming. He's insecure in his faith, I believe. Because he thinks God is asking that of him, which he's not. Right. Or he's insecure with people enjoying a commercial activity. He doesn't like that. His faith does not allow him to like that. Or the person screaming on the left, uh, there's 37 genders. We need to, that's uh, uh, not really a joke, but uh, I mean, it is. <laughs> or whatever, they, whatever they're screaming about. And they're just like, you need to believe this. You need to, you need to. and Jesus goes, Jesus goes, they always would press him. Are you the son of God? Are you? And he goes, well, there's some water floating down by the river and just said a parable and then left. And you go, <laughs> what? And then he's like, the next day, are you the son of God? He's like, 
a lily planted in a field. And you go, what the? <laughs> and you got to go home and wrestle with that. Never. And he knew the truth. Yeah. And he never, and he took it all the way to death. Dude, that's such a never good point. Never once did he say, you're, and they pressed him always. And he never, he goes, what do you think? And you just go, what? Are you the son of God? He's Dude. like, think about it. And left. You're kind of changing my approach. I mean, right now. I think about it all the time. He never was screaming on Twitter. He was never angry. I'm not. I'm talking about both sides, right? Republican and Democrat. Like we need to. Well, I've been laugh. so turned off by my Christian friends on social media the this last is tough. It's not four good. or five years. It's like they're good. just demonizing people. It's like they're not lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show them a better way. The Christian, the Christian nationalism Republican thing is is oh yeah tough. It very, very, because they were, is. yeah. Jesus goes, Are you the, and, 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 and people were, because people have come. I'm not comparing myself to Jesus in any way. I don't, you could. He uh, lives inside of you. Yeah, Let's well, go. Does. Yeah. Well, my name is John Christ, which is <laughs> JC. Yeah. Uh, but no, and no, but he, but like people have, um, spoken out against me, being critical of me very loudly for, for ever since my first viral video, just speaking against me on Christians, uh, everybody. Okay. Just like, they don't like my message. They don't like my, I don't really have a message, but they don't like my jokes. They're offensive. To, on how dare you make fun of Disneyland dance? Yeah, I know. On both sides. <laughs> Why, when did he become gay? It, yeah, it's a weird accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does happen sometimes. Yeah, it sneaks out. But you go, but he just like, and like my, and I have a, a, an amazing team of like, uh, uh, PR people and agents and managers, and they know I would never, uh, never engage anyone. I talk, go back and forth with someone on Twitter. Do you want to though? Yes, uh, and, and and speaking uh, things that are one hundred percent lies about me, uh, and not, I don't compare. I, I I learn from. He just took it. He just took it to. Death, dude. Dude. He couldn't say, all right, enough of all of this. I am, like, he'd just go. Yeah. And he never said a word. And then 2,000 years later, everybody's still talking about him. Every day, all day. Who's your favorite preacher of all time, living or dead? My favorite preacher? Who do you, or, yeah, who do you listen to? Well, I would have to say, if my, because apparently my dad's a big fan of this podcast, so I have to say him. Besides your dad. (laughs) Who are you li- who are you listening to on Sundays? Do you go to the Belonging because you're in Nashville? No, I don't go to the Belonging. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the people down there though. Yeah, yeah good people. I like it. Well, they, somebody invited me to there to there. You def- made- hey, you definitely don't go to Church of Christ. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wait, do you go to the Belonging? No. Oh, yeah. I go to Full Life Assembly of God. Praise A-O-G. God. Amen. <laughs> Are you allowed to say that? They allow, they allow you to say yeah, that? Yeah, dude. I'm spirit-filled, baby. Come on. Uh, yeah, who do you like? Like, are you a Furtick guy? Are you an Osteen guy? Are you uh, a Mark Driscoll guy? Wow. <laughs> Marcel, so what? Like all the, just announcing all the most polarizing. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. When I was like, uh, when I was, uh, I'll say my favorite preacher uh, that I got the most from in my entire life is a guy named Aaron Stern. Aaron but you don't know who that is. He's a he's my old pastor from when I lived in Colorado. That's cool. That's my that was my first. That was my my transformative growing in the faith pastor. I thought your transformative growing in the face of faith would be when. <laughs> if this joke true. is not good, I'm, I was being it's very vulnerable. This better be good, dude. I read this and I laughed out loud because I'm like, 
Of course, that's how John Chris got fired from his first job at Chick Fil A. Oh yeah, about the uh, what'd you do? Yeah, about the with the um, the stirring the lemonade. <laughs> nah, dude, you hate to see it, dude. Well, I had some I had some priors on my record before that. This is your first job with yeah. that Chick Fil A. You got yeah. fired for stirring the lemonade with your hand. Yeah, I started with my hand because I couldn't find the stir, dude. That didn't that was not in the training, bro? How'd you get caught? Well, it was just like a Saturday afternoon, and it was like. The lobby was just packed, and they were like, "Go!" They're like, "Chris, we need the lemonade." Like, it's it's sugar, water, and lemon juice. That's all. The there's nothing else in it. It's just those three. It's very very simple. And I got them all together, and it's a big five gallon thing because the thing is huge. And then I was like looking around, like, "We need it." There's people like wanting refills. Yeah. And they were like, "Where is it?" And I was like, ah. And I just like rolled my sleeve up and just like started with my hand. But I already did some other stuff. So then, because that's the only place we were allowed to work. But there's other fast food restaurants, and my parents were like, absolutely not. Chick-fil-A only. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know Chick-fil-A is not a Christian company? Really? I know that because my brother and sister are opening the first Chick-fil-A in Maui. Really? They are a faith-based company, but in their meeting stuff, they they, a lot of Christians there, obviously, but they they do not say we are a Christian company. They go by biblical principles, though. Interesting. Do they say that? Yes, they do. Yeah, so that's Christian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, we go by the principles of the Book of Mormon. But wow, it's different. Uh, or the tell, same, depending on what you think. So back to comedy. How do you plan your sets? Because I was I was watching your your latest one yep. um, on YouTube, which is fascinating. You did a phenomenal job of bringing the crowd in in the beginning. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm making them all genius. Yeah, yeah. How do you plan your set, and how do you write jokes? Well, all right. So you want to know you want to know who's in there. So like, you do a show. Like I did. I just got back from New York City. We did a whole weekend up in New York City. That does. They're different people than Huntsville, Alabama. Are they Christians there? Tom. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like the. It's like a modern day like I, the joke I did at the beginning because I was. I, I go listen. I spent twenty four hours in this city. I know God said that He would never flood the earth again, but we got. I mean, we have to. This is a. <laughs> This place is a disaster. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we tried. Like, we tr- this place is 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 godless. Did we ha- we got to start over. There's no hope. But it, like, everybody laughed at that because I was like, I got you got a guy. New York City is like the hardest and softest city at the same time. I'm like, there's a guy getting stabbed right there, and they're like, don't assume his gender. I'm like, no, there's a guy. They're like, what's going on here? Like the guy. Don't assume he's a guy. Yeah, it's because there's crime is out of hand, abuse and. uh, But it's like if you can make it here, you can make it anywhere. But don't assume my race. What is going on? But they would all find that they would find that to be funny. But if you like, you do a joke about like if you say. I would say something like, "Where are all the Christians at?" And if people cheered or if they didn't cheer, I would just tailor my content based on okay that's interesting say. have you ever said where all the christians at and there wasn't a lot of noise yeah well well i mean if i get like tonight there's gonna be no christians in there the show i'm doing i'm on a showcase with a bunch of other comics and in, in i don't they would some of them might recognize me but they wouldn't they wouldn't be like fans that's why you said right. can i go on your website i wouldn't put that on my website because i don't want all my fans coming down there to like crowd up some play that is like that's not really 
I'm not going to learn if my jokes are good because it's my fans. It's like, it's like batting practice. Yep. You're like, dude, I'm swinging for the fences. I'm crushing home runs. But like, yeah, when somebody's throwing a hundred, but you got to go try them. Like on new material Monday at Zany's, we all go down there and try new jokes. So are you at Zany's all the time working on your craft? Yeah, all the time. And then in the weekend where you, like, if you, that's why like Jerry Seinfeld, you would always hear all the time that you would like pop in to like the comedy store or the comedy seller. He's like a surprise because if you spend $150 a ticket and go see Jerry Seinfeld at the Ryman, you expect that to be a polished up show, mm -hmm. that it's good. There's no, but if you go to Zany's on a Monday, Jerry Seinfeld pops in, reads off a notebook, does 20 minutes of jokes. You're like, oh, this is unbelievable. Yeah. And then he he does a Q&A after, after it. And then everybody like, oh, Jerry Seinfeld's here is unbelievable. And he don't, everybody forgot that the 10 minutes of jokes just bombed. But that's, there's no, in music, you go out, you practice it in here, and then you go out and do it. Yep. You can't do that. You have to do it for the first time in front of everyone. Is that what tonight is? Are you going to roll out some new uh -huh. material tonight? Yeah. So what's your favorite? The pop-in, the big, you know, um, uh, smart TV uh, streaming yeah. episodes, or what you are golden at is... Raw cell phone oh, making at, up, yeah. Looking What's at myself on screen. Uh, I mean, there's no, there's no. Jerry Seinfeld. Somebody asked Jerry Seinfeld one time, they're like, "Would you ever write a book?" He's like, "No, because I can't hear the laughs." Meaning, like, yeah, that's gonna go out, and I don't. Yep. They were like, "We loved the book." In a comment section, is not gonna like the live feedback. I mean, I could have a video. I think that. I would say cumulative, that Disney video might be over like 50 million views. Dang. But I don't, I'm, I enjoyed making it. I like making the art, but I didn't get, I never got, I mean, the feedback on the views of the number would kind of, but, but live, I don't care how long you've been doing it. To tell a new joke is so scary. Really? Jerry Seinfeld would say that. Kevin Hart would say that. Everyone, it's so, but we also, something is disconnected in our brain that we love that. Cause like, if I go out down to the show tonight, Murfreesboro do quote the hits, I'm going to drive home and be bummed because I didn't learn anything. I didn't risk anything. I didn't put anything out there to try, but I go, man, I tried that. Even if the joke bombs, I go, I tried that joke and it, uh, it didn't work. And try now I know it. I know it didn't work and I can move on. Uh, will you try a joke on us to see if it? Oh yeah, I mean, I did. I'm trying to think about a joke uh, I did this weekend. I go, I go. Um, <laughs> I'm already laughing. <laughs> I go. This is a joke I tried. I go. I went into the. I was getting my oil change. This is a true story. I was getting my oil change, and it said like all the information, like uh, age and uh, not age. I guess it was like a, a name, address, phone number, and then it said pronoun. Oh God! It's like it was like he she they and i just like clicked i just circled they just to see like what it felt like what or what it what what it i go what is this what would this matter for your oil i guess if you're getting a doctor's or or you're applying for a job at google or something that might be relevant but i go why why would this be on here and then the that that's a true story that happened the joke is they brought me my car back and there was a uh a pride sticker on the bumper and they told me all my car's problems were my parents' fault. 
What you? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it, it bombed. Uh, uh, it was mixed. It was mixed. It was mixed reviews. And when you bomb, do you just play it <laughs> off like, oh, I missed on that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just go. I go. I would usually go. Well, I'm hearing this for the first time too. Like I would just say, like, I don't. Yeah, I didn't know. Or like, thanks for the feedback. Or like, what's the, what's the worst set you've ever had, and why was it a bad? Oh, set? What dude, well, all right. So we like. I mean, you take risks. There's no, so, all right, this is a horrific, but I mean, it's funny. It's, this is, this is going back to my point of everybody's like mad, but they're not mad. They're like right. the people you think you're defending. Like I was doing a show in Little Rock, Arkansas with a guy with no arms and no legs. He was the ho- opener. And he's uh, Brett Eastman is his name. He's I'm, very funny. I'm already uncomfortable. Yeah. No, yeah. He's, very, he's my, he's a good buddy of mine. And he's he he's his brain is a hundred percent. He just was born. He didn't get in a wreck or anything. He was just born like that, okay. And he's very funny, making jokes about, and it's hilarious. He makes fun of himself. I don't know yeah. if I laugh at that. Nah, you That's, would, you would. Okay. Well, comedy is very it's therapy. So there's a lot of comics with disabilities, uh, um, weight, uh, bald. Um, I can laugh at fat people. Cause wheelchair, I'm yeah, wheelchair. You you would make a joke about that, like Louis Anderson. Uh, rest in peace. It's like three hundred something pounds. He would always come out, move the mic stand. He's like, "Let me move this to you, so you guys can see me." He gave you your first break, right? Yeah, yeah. Louis Anderson. I best. was on Family Feud with Louis Anderson. You were? I really was. Wow. Yeah, I was yeah. on with Louis Anderson back in the day. Okay, so okay, no so arms, no legs. No arms, no legs. And he's uh, he's doing great. He does his whole show. He does twenty minutes. I do an hour. That's the comedy show, and um. Everything is is hilarious. And at the end, he goes, um, you know, I'm just out here, like, overcoming my disabilities to pursue my dreams to become a stand-up comedian. And if I can uh, do this, God has a plan for your life, too. And don't let any obstacles hold you down from pursuing your dreams. And then everybody, like, of course, standing ovation. Yeah, which I thought was offensive. But uh, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> do you no, that's offensive, joke? dude. That's offensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. A standing ovation, which I was like, all right, this is a slap in the face. Uh Anyway, so I'm after him. <laughs> and this this is probably 10 years ago. I'm like the headliner. And Thursday night, you do a weekend at a comedy club with somebody. So we're spending all this time together. I'm driving him back and forth and we're cracking jokes and he's making fun of me. I'm making fun of him. We're buddies, right? Thursday night, I have a hard time following him. Saturday, Friday night, hard time following him. Friday, late show, hard time following him. Saturday, like the big sold out show, I go, I got to. I got to try something else. Oh, be, yeah. That's like when it's so yeah. scary, dude. This is so scary. You mean like a, a comedian, like a, a comedian, like buried you. That means he was better than you. The last comic should be the best comic. The host should be the weaker and then stronger than the best. So when the second comic's better than the headliner, that's not good. And you know, in your head, this guy's better than me. He was, he was, uh, yeah, at the time. Yeah. He was, he, he was a better the crowd liked him more. Right. I don't know. That, I don't know any other way yep. to say that. Yeah. So <laughs> Saturday, I go. You know, it would be hilarious if they introduce me from behind the curtain. I come out with one arm in my, like I come out with one arm. Oh my god! You got some serious gonads, bro. If you really did this, I, I did. Wait, you got Brett East, Eastman is his name. You can look him up. It's real. It's a real story. And he would laugh at you doing that. Just wait, just wait. Yeah. So I come out and I have one arm like in my, like my sleeve is like just that. And I'm like, oh my God. And I go, 
I just like to thank you guys so much for all the support you've given to me and Brett. Like we've out here over overcoming our disabilities. And like this is before I had fans. So like they don't know right. if I do or they don't. They go like I, was, I just thought it was going to be the funniest thing ever. I thought it was everybody's going to be like, ah, it's the best thing ever. And they it, they hated it. There was dead silent. Like people were like leaving. They were like, this is inappropriate. Like we and, and think about it. They loved him. They loved him. And I was like the rich headliner following him, like making fun of someone with no arms and no that's horrific. But if it was you now, it would be funny. Yeah, because uh, yeah it would probably be funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Dude. I go, I go, and then I pull my arm out. I go, I'm just kidding. I think it's funny now. It, 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 no, I still think it's hilarious. I go, I'm just kidding. I got both of my arms. Because I didn't have any jokes about it. I thought it was gonna be <laughs> I didn't know what I was planning on doing really. But then, then oh, I no. get, I do the whole hour and no, it's horrible. It's no one's into what it. What do you do when you're 10 minutes in and you're like, dude, I got 50 more minutes and they hate me. What do you do? That's why a lot of comics have start drinking. <laughs> when they have, have a, a sub kind of substance real, abuse huh? problem. Yeah. Cause that's the, the Brian Regan had a story about that one time. He did a corporate event. He's scheduled to do an hour for like 10 grand or something, whatever. It's five minutes in. Like the booker loves Brian Regan. And so he's like, oh, you're wearing it, Brian Regan. But like, no one else knows who Brian Regan is. He's just like, and they go, mm, they could take it or leave it. But that's every comic. Even Kevin Hart would have trouble at like the IBM corporate. He would. Right. If it's if the it's like during the day, it's outside. It's it's just not no comic could would be good at this because you need them to do it. It's not like a music where yep. you can just do it and they can interact or not. They can be eating or at the bar or whatever. You can just do it. We need them. So it's like he, Brian Regan said, you can't get like five minutes in. And be like, hey, this isn't going well. Why don't y'all just go to the bar and I'll be done? Like you can't do it. Right. Because you are booked for an hour. Dang. So you have to just That's do the, the rest. It's horrible. It's no, Luckily, it doesn't happen much anymore. Right. But. I did the whole show. It was terrible. And then I got off stage and Brett was dying laughing. About <laughs> He goes, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. He goes, I've been doing stand-up for 10 years. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I go, dude, you could have come out and like. <laughs> Saved me. Just zoomed back out there. and be, or so, You could have been like, this is my buddy. Like we were cracking on each other all week. So we're buddies. But they didn't know that. And so then, what'd you do? You just gutted it out and you just had to. You had to. And then but I am I'm more like now I would be like, all right, that I would I could talk my way out, out of that. And plus all my fans are at my shows. So I wouldn't I don't they're all my they would know that that would never happen to me today. But I'd but at the time I was scared to death. So are you now like when you're making jokes, writing sets, do you cut stuff out because you're afraid to be canceled? Like it's a is it a bad nah, time dude. to be a comedian? No, nah, the best time, culture? the opposite. Really? I say the opposite. Why? The best, the best time to be a comedian. Because like in the back in the back in the Sam Kennison days, com comedy. This got like into like a, a, a comedy tutorial somehow. I don't yeah. know how this turned into this, but like comedy is you're a comedian is <laughs> crossing the line, saying things that you you're it's are inappropriate to say. Back before the internet, the line was so far away. Yeah, you had to like Sam Kennison. One time they they were. It was a show on Sunday, and they said you can't have a show on Sunday. 
I could get, I'm getting, it might get the story wrong. He went to Home Depot and built a cross and dug a hole in the front of the comedy club and put himself on it oh. as like a protest, like to cross the line. Does that make sense? To cross the yeah. line, you got to go so far. Now, all you have to say is like, I'm not calling you by your pronoun. And it's, that's across the line. The line is so small. All you have to do is say, I don't believe in like peanut allergies. And it's, that's across the line. Right. So it's so easy to go across the line. So it's, I think it's way, way easier to be because everybody privately is like, yeah, 37 dangers. Sure. And then privately we're texting our buddies like, come on. Totally. Everybody. Or, okay, yeah, 100%, like Joe Biden, 100%. And then you're like, mm, like that's everybody. Right. So it's so, you can't say anything. So you come into a comedy club and then somebody says it and you're like, oh my. That's why it's, the comedy is in a, a gigantic boom. Now you could be risk being canceled, but. Are already, you afraid uh, or no? No, nah, I already been canceled. You can't be recanceled. Okay, so how'd you get canceled? Well, I got well. My cancellation was was pretty fair. I was like performing in churches, and I had a drinking problem, and I was like hooking up with girls from the church, like after shows. You can't do that, right? That's like that's like saying like you got to work at a company and you can't wear jeans, and then you wore jeans and you got fired. You'd be like, yeah. Do you perform at churches anymore? No. Really? I, I, well, I haven't since 2019. Because why? Because, I mean, because is that a dumb question? Because of that? No, that's not a dumb question. They that's the that's the only that's the only um, ammunition they had to cancel me is through the religion. So were you if showing I wasn't, up to church drunk? No, I never drank before a show. But I was the, my ba like you know what the rules are of right. the faith, like by working there. If you're the if you work on the worship team at church, you can't be at Jason Aldean's dancing on the bar. They don't say that, but that's kind of right. assumed. So who canceled you? Uh, I don't know. There's just a bunch of people on the internet. And then I, the only, the only, the only mistake I made was uh, acknowledging that. I, I was very scared of, uh, the, at the time, so, we grew up the same, like in shame-based, right. especially about sex, so scary. And I thought all these people, if they knew the truth about me, they would all. And I was in a lot of depression because people were chirping on the internet for since the day I started comedy. John Christ is is uh, getting drunk, or John Christ is he, one of my friends made out with, or whatever the Christian. Mm -hmm. But if I'm just a comedian working in the clubs, doesn't matter. It's a it's a Thursday. So did you decide to? take a step back or did someone yes. say uh, he's out no no one said that and it was like a very it was like a tabloid kind of magazine and the only mistake i made was like acknowledging it i should have just kept i mean hindsight's 2020 because i am sober now and it did save my life and i was very depressed and i I've, really the only thing worse is if that would have never happened to me because i'd be still be going down that track why were you depressed because, because of, the of the shit no because of the shame because uh like i started my career and then, like, somebody was like, I was doing the comedy in the comedy clubs, and somebody was like, you don't get paid in comedy anything. Not at the beginning. You do now. But for the first 10 years, you don't make a cent. And then somebody goes, you want to come do comedy at my church for, like, 800 bucks? Mm -hmm. And I was like. For sure. Yeah, dude. I'm like, I was the richest man alive. 
$800 for me telling jokes. I was like, yeah. So then it was a youth group. It was at a youth group. And then I go, all right, well, I'm in Amarillo, Texas. Like, what do I do now? Like, right. I, so I can't go drink. So then I would drink in private at my hotel. So you start to make this private life secretly. But in, in if you're just a normal mainstream comic, you don't. So I go, well, I got to sneak away and drink. Right. And then, the, and then it was, if it started like this, it just kind of started to, and then like K-Love invites me on their cruise. Uh, uh, some ch mega church invites me to their conference and you get more and more of this. And then you go, well, if these people knew that I was drinking and getting drunk and, and doing everything, then you get more and more of this. And so this shame brings you, and it just. Did you, like when you were going through it, did you feel like, gosh, I, I'm going to get found out? Yeah, 100% from day one. And that's that's and that's the sh the Christian shame, which is odd. Like the cancel culture in Christianity, they're like very like you know anti slut shaming, anti fat shaming, anti anything shaming. But shame is their strongest weapon. That's all they have. Is now there's no now there's no there's no darkness surrounding me or shame. So there's nothing. They have no they have no weapon. So they go, yeah, we know John. Yeah, we heard all about that. Yeah, we know. There's nothing secret anymore. But like, like, like football, like football to boxing with CTE. Boxing, they know when the when you start boxing, you right. know that this is going to cause you head trauma. Yep. And you, but football, why it was controversial is because it sounded like the NFL knew and wasn't telling them. Right. Mm -hmm. If no one knows, it's fine. Or if everyone knows, but it sounds like, oh, you have the information and you're not, this needs to be, it's a scandal now because there's information. You're like, oh, you didn't know John Christ is. But if you start playing football at six years old, knowing that it's, this could potentially cause, then we're, everybody's good. So I'm going to ask you, like, and I really mean this, help me. 100%. Because where I'm at in my life right now is I'm around a lot of celebrities, not just professional athletes, but yep. a lot of celebrities. And my number one goal is I just want to represent Christ well. Right. But I don't want to be religious, dude. Like, I mm -hmm. don't preach to people. Like, I have a favor with people to where they want me around, but they know I'm different. Here's yep. my question. If I would have been your friend back then, yep. how do I... I know what this question is. Yeah, how do I minister to you? And... Like tell you, John, you're going down the wrong path yep. without judging you, but without letting you stay there. Yeah. Yeah. What could someone have done? And because I'm in that position yeah. with everybody, a and, lot and of I am too. I am too. Uh, you, well, you have to. First of all, nobody. I was. I would. I would probably hear, I would probably have listened, well, no, nah, when you're at your, you're not listening to anybody. You're not obviously listening to facts or like, cause I was so sad and like the comedy career, I didn't, I was like, you can have it anyway. I, this is my dream since I was a kid and I have it all the money and attention from women and celebrity that I could ever imagine. And I'm, I'm miserable. So I don't even, I don't want any of this. I don't care if I get, in fact, I, it's like, uh, like they said they're going to release some article about me at like noon or whatever on that one day in November. And then it didn't come out. And there was like one o'clock, didn't come out. Two o'clock, didn't come out. By like three o'clock, I was like, maybe it's not going to come out. And then I was like, if it doesn't, I'm going to, I'll post it. Meaning like, 
I can't live like this anymore. Like this is excruciating to have like a, you know, this, that guy that like, I forgot his name that he like blew up those abortion clinics and then he was like hiding in the woods. He was living mm -hmm. in the woods. And then like after like 10 years, he just walked out. He goes, Hey, I did it. I can't, I yeah. I, I can't live. I would rather y'all know the truth about me and then go to prison for the, this, this, this life living with this secret is horrific. So that person I'm trying to be, who was that yeah. person for you? Um, or did everyone drop the ball? And you had no, 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 I don't blame. No, no, no. Every, everybody was was screaming from the rooftops, but I wasn't hearing any of that. But uh, I say, all you just work on being the person. Unfortunately, work on being per the person when the bottom falls out. When he does get canceled, that's like a ridiculous thing that we have to right. concern us. But when he does get a DUI, when he does. Uh, when his wife kicks him out of the house, when uh, he gets cut from the team, when he, you just act as a way to him that when the bottom falls out, he's the first, you're the first person he calls. And who was that for Meaning you? Meaning that makes me like emotional to say, but like, yeah. like no, I don't want to hear at the time. I don't want to hear anybody's Bible verses. Sure. I don't want to hear anybody's uh, books on dangers of alcohol. I don't want to hear any, I don't want to hear any of that. But when the bottom falls out that the person, my parents, I mean, it makes me cry that my parents, um, I had to, my parents dropped everything they did and got in the car and came to, they live in Atlanta and came and sat with me. That's freaking awesome. And that, I don't know why it, I, I, I tell the story one time in, um, I was in rehab and, and I embarrassed my, you know, my family's very prominent and like we, and I embarrassed my family and my career and it was made a mess of my life. It just blew the whole thing up. And, uh, for the first two weeks in rehab, um, you can't get any outside communication. Like they, they just want to like kind of settle you and make sure that you're like, okay. And, and, and so after two weeks you can get messages. So 14 days go by and I come, I see the whiteboard and it says John C. That's like, they don't, for like confidentiality, it's a John C. And they got, you got a message. So I came, I go, hey, do I have a message? And it's, they had a little um, voicemail note, like missed. And he's like, John and Chrissy, your parents are coming to visit you. And I just bawled it. I bawled it. Cause I thought, I thought, I embarrassed my family. Uh, no one would want to see me. Uh, they've given up. Like, I don't know why I thought that. I thought that from the, the shame of the religion. Well, your parents, you're going through the worst traumatic thing. Of course they would. I see it now. Of course they would want to be there. But they go, We're, we'll be there. And you go, what? Dude. What? And it's just like, that. that is, that is like, um, when I was, as soon as I got out of rehab, Sam Hunt, uh, got a DUI. I've talked about this before. On uh, Sam Hunt got a DUI, and I go, let's go see him. Let's go. Not, uh, I'm friends with him, but I go, right. let's reach out to him. Or uh, Morgan Wallen gets canceled. Or and, and again, these are not. If someone is an artist or an athlete or whatever, and they they make a living doing the thing they love, and their personal life, whether it be addictions or poor choices, get in the way of them continuing to do that thing, it is sad. Yeah, it's sad. I don't care. Uh, what the person has done. They wish to keep playing football or to keep whatever the thing that they do great 
they wish to keep doing that and they can't because of an addiction or I go, I, he's, he's having a hard time. And I go, let's go. Everybody that sent me a letter in everybody that sent me a letter was, they're all the same. They were like, I got a DUI when I was, uh, and I got fired from my job. Uh, my wife cheated on me. Um, I got, I, all this, everybody that has been at the bottom. And I was getting stacks of mail every day. They were like, John, see, here's like your, and they go, what's, Dude. and they go, oh, was all these people that I thought Christians were, and of course, publicly, I was getting crushed harder, but, but privately, I was just being like, I would say it's like a, someone on like, a, they were just like, like a, I'm like dead. And they're just like, they're these people were just like, like when I was, I had nothing. And that's why they were like, you should, it was like Christians turned on you or they canceled you. I go, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe like publicly on Twitter, but the Christians saved my life too. That's awesome. Save my, so you're not going to real Christian. You're not. Yeah. You're not going to find me like on, on I'll, I'll joke about a pastor that drives a Tesla or whatever, but you're not going to catch me making fun of the faith in a way like I'll, I'll right. joke about it of course but i don't i don't you're gonna make fun of like salvation no, or, the cross no. or, anything like or that. some yeah. pastor that's like like i'll make fun of a pastor that has like a private jet but i'm not getting into somebody's theology and whether that guy's a christian or right. or i'm not you're not gonna find me there dude one of my favorite bits you did was the it was like a year year and a half ago during fantasy football season the pastor draft oh yeah oh dude, oh, dude. That was so money, dude. Perfect segue, dude. We got a uh, um, uh, coming out. I think this week, country music fantasy draft. Do you really? <laughs> yeah. Who's in it with you? Uh, well, it's other three, three other comedians, but we have all. The, I like Trey. Yeah, oh, Trey Kennedy. Yeah, Trey. Yeah, Kennedy. Trey's my guy. Yeah, he, the singing one he did. What? Uh, he does a lot I, of singing ones. So, like when he, he just the person that sings everything. Mm. So they'd bump their foot on the table and go, yeah. gotcha, gotcha, baby. <laughs> Somebody has a good voice. Oh, Yeah, man. he's the king. So, okay, last question, and then we're going to play a fun game, and then we're out, because mm. I know you got to get to your low-level comedy this show. A, <laughs> it's not low-level. Uh, it's a, it, this is a part, the 840. This is, yeah, this is a part of, yeah. The pop-in, part sorry. of the journey. Um, so real quick, did all your listeners know that you've banished your wife and kids to outside in the winter so you can have a podcast studio in the garage is that does everyone know that they do this know is that. this man's garage and and this gets very cold in the winter and this man's wife and children trudge through the snow peace because so this man can have a podcast studio because we have john christ here yeah recognize and i'm here yeah did, so uh, so at your lowest did you ever think you were going to get back to where you are right now no nah, never never in a million years no never well there's no way there's no way to there's no way to move on without without giving it all up. If you hold on to any of it, it's the, the, like the the uh, the former things have happened. It's like the, the one of my favorite viewers and the new things have come. Like that's done. A lot of things, even a lot of businesses in COVID, you're like, hey, the way we used to do business is done. Don't, we're not like waiting for things to go back to how they used to be is a poor model, right? If you run a restaurant, you're like, hey, the QR codes uh, do more like uh, more delivery, like set your business up. It's different now, like waiting for your business to go. But like that, the, everything that happened prior to 2019 is done. I was like, if I got to start my Instagram over, if I got to, uh, if I have to, if I never get to do comedy again, if I had to go work at uh, Home Depot or whatever, I wouldn't do that. But like, <laughs> <laughs> by, by continuing to hold on to like, it's like a breakup. 
Right. Like continue like, well, maybe one day we'll get back to it. Like you got to just, it's all gone. And then whatever comes after it is, I play, I say, I say now, dude, I'm like, I'm like, yo, I'm playing with house money, bro. I should be dead, dude. I should be like, and, and the, 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 I mean, I don't want to call, what do you call them? Blessings? I don't know what you call it. That, that I've had the opportunity to come back and be more successful than I was before is just, I got nothing to do. I mean, I do have something to do with that, I guess, but that's like a, that's like a miracle, dude. If God you, used your setback a for the comeback, hey, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's my next sermon. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So let's have some fun. First of all, like, honestly, and I really mean this, like, dude, it means a lot to me that you would drive out here probably about 50 minutes out of your way. Yeah. You've asked for nothing. We're friends, but we're not like, oh, we're not tight. Sorry. Like, we really there is, I, I will be demanding a lot. Well, I'll, I haven't. It's not a lot, but throw the, I, cause he's a huge Titan fan. Oh, let's go. I got this from you. I was over at Titans stadium and stuff. And I of got course not right. authorized by the Titans. Be like, let me just grab this from but the But this is our room. number one draft pick official. Oh, let's go. Berg's jersey for you to wear Ooh. this year. If you want it signed, I can. But I'll, I figured, I'll, I'll wear this right now. I figured you wouldn't want to be. That thing is clean and right there. See which one of these hats he wants. He might not want any because he looks like a curve bill guy and I'm a flat bill guy. Oh, you, fl you go flat bill? But you can curve it. If I like want. the 615. Either one of these or both. You That's, I'll you take want. this one. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'll give you anything. You can't have two hats, though. Yeah. But I, yeah. Um, That's clean right there. Well, you know that the, uh, I have a premise about guys in jerseys. No. Yeah. Like, you can't go, you can't, the old, you can't go outside of to the game. Like, you, you can't wear a basketball jersey anywhere. No. You shouldn't. Like just for unless you're fun. playing basketball, <laughs> even then it's like all right, you're in a Kobe jersey. You're playing really, or, or, or are you going to a Laker game? N never, football jersey. Um, was it basketball, <laughs> hockey jersey? If you're going to the hockey game, football, baseball is the only one that you maybe could wear in a casual setting because it's button down. It's kind of open. You can. Yeah, like where am I going to wear this besides no, watching the Titans game? Being, do you go to every Titans game? Uh, pretty close. Okay, when you're home, if you ever yeah. need anything, you let me know. And then people go like, "Where'd you get that Bergster?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it." Dude. That's right. And then I got this. I got both. Where's the white envelope? I thought I had it in my back pocket. Is it there? We're gonna play a game, and there's gonna be stakes involved because that is a clean. Hat what right you there. don't know, yeah, is I almost hosted the Great American Bible Challenge, but I got beat out by Jeff Foxworthy. Yeah. Really? Game Show Network. Yeah. I almost had wow. it. Wow. Oh, I put it in my uh, uh, folder that he made his fun three of. Three ring binder. Yeah. All right. So we're going to have fun. Eli and I don't know the answers to these questions. We're going to have fun. Oh, right. I got it. Yeah. Is this me against you? Yep. Oh, snap. Let's go. $1,000. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. What and is this? Is this the shekels conversion? What is this? No, that, we're just going to have fun because okay. you yeah, grew up a pastor's kid. Yeah. I grew up in the assemblies of God. Praise yep. God. Yep. We're going to play Line a Bible challenge game. Line them up. And we're going to see who wins between you and me. Okay. I promise you, I do not know the answers. So whoever smacks it down first gets the answer. And if you're right, you get to keep the money. Okay. So you can win up to $1,000. It's a lot of pressure. Let's go. All right, I'm ready. All where, right. Do, where do I start my hands? Yeah, like here. And what and are then, you doing? You're reading the question. I got questions. And then, all right, where are your hands going to be? Let's just do this, and then you can slap any $100 bill you want. Okay. Because they'll get smaller and smaller, and then we'll both go for one, you know, whatever. All right. Um, so, yeah, if, you, if you're wrong, then I get a chance to answer it, and 
vice take versa. the money back. Yeah. Whoever whoever hits it first, and you have to be the judge who hits, who hits first. first. All right. All right. And you but know, we'll and you know the, uh, um, you know the. Uh, well, it, ha it should be. If in like in like Wheel of Fortune, whatever, if you get it wrong, you were subtracted. Yeah, but I'm not gonna take money from you. I would want well, you if to you win had if yeah you had it then I would give I would if you get it and go wrong oh then, then I you give it should to you. give me deal because otherwise you just go slap first he's right right okay so if you're wrong if you have a hundred you have okay. to give it I like yeah it. yeah okay start with easy ones because he was I said yeah. give me some sample questions yeah. and a couple of them I'm like this is this is non Pentecostal versus what were you. I'm Pentecostal. You're probably both Pentecostal. All right. You're Pentecostal? Well, you're AOG. You're, uh, what are you now? AOG. AOG is Pentecostal versus AOG. But I'm. But AOG is Pentecostal. Yeah. You're Pentecostal? It's like, it, that's the closest, where I was. I grew up I in the Atlanta, like the Atlanta Vineyard is the, but Pentecostal would be the closest. Like we did like uh, speaking in tongues and, you know. People, Do you speak in tongues? No, I mean, I have. You don't anymore? No. <laughs> Tell me about oh, come on! Tell me about snakes. I've snakes. never read, no, well, it's only when the guest pastor comes. I speak in tongues every day. Come on, yeah. glory to yeah. God! All right, here we go. All right, I'm excited. Where's our Old Testament? All right, you ready? Gosh. Yep. What gave Samson his strength? Who was first? That was exactly the same. I'm going with John just because. Yeah. Wait. So yeah. his uh his hair. Yep. Let's go, That's baby. Can I cash out? It's like a. It's like a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Like, I'm done. Yeah, you want to keep going? All right. Let's go. All right. Number two. How many sons did Jacob have? Oh. Really? Jacob. Oh, give me that hundy. Shoot, 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 shoot. I was thinking of Jacob and Esau. That's, That's two. Uh, uh, ten. I know the answer. It's not ten? No. Shoot. It's thirteen. No. It was 12, but the tribes of Israel, Joseph's 13, isn't he? It was that's Joseph is the it's, son, right? It's 12. So but Joseph wasn't a tribe of Israel, isn't it? 13? Tough to ask him. Oh man, I got Jake. I got the website said 12. I think I All beat right. the website. Hold on. Because there's okay. the 12 tribes of Israel plus Jacob. All right, well, this $200. There's $200 uh, on the line here. So I'm going how to give many sons did Jacob have? You could read anything. It says 12. Yeah, bro. Dang, dude. All right, so what are we doing? So nothing happened? Nothing. Nothing happened. Is this, are we, is this like oh, wait, a... Wait, you put your hand down. Yeah, but you didn't get it right either. So I got to put this back in? No, I don't give it to you. No, you're right. You're well, right. Ma I, no, me. you know this is... It goes to me. No, no it's a, uh, it's like golf skins. If you tie, the next one's worth two. There you go. All right, so this, this one's, one's worth 200. 200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've never been so nervous. I know, I'm excited. <laughs> this man wrote the first five books of the Old Testament. Moses. Yep. Let's go. Dang it, dude. Yeah, you're right. Now, I, was, I thought you were going to say Paul. I was kind of. Oh, we leave him, don't we? Yeah, we can. Yeah, let's see that. I was kind of nervous about that. I went in with positive. All right. All right. Shoot. Fourth question. How many plagues did God send to Egypt? Ten. Nice. Come nice. on, baby. Nice. I, I did not know that. Can I answer? Can I go before the question's done? Sure. That's like the most Christian <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> that is. Okay. Uh, name one of. The two birds Noah sent from the ark. Dove. Nice. So stupid. Yep. That's and a, easy. And, and a raven. What's the other one? Raven? Raven. Yeah, raven. Yeah, Dang it. I mean, Ju uh, juice it up a little. Make them a little harder. A little, okay. This is kind of embarrassing for me that I know all these. <laughs> yeah. right. That was a good one. Christian yeah, Christian yeah. All right. New Testament. In what city was Jesus born? Bethlehem. Nailed it. 
I was gonna say Nazarene. <laughs> Born, bro. Jesus this is unbelievable. Nazareth. Yeah. It's because, well, you can know it, and then hey, once you're in the game, it, yeah, you're mine. Hey, remember when you asked, like, how do I be a good witness? Like, not this. <laughs> Whatever, not this. Well, that's the easiest way to describe. Whatever you're doing now, like, just tighten this up, okay? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, All right, cool. Okay, ready? Yep. Where does Jesus, hold on. Where does Jesus give his first sermon? Sermon on the Mount? Yeah. I was gonna say that. Yeah, was, was, it say, yeah, yeah, was, was it Mount Olives? On the Mount. Was it Mount Olives? That's where he went and prayed. Dang. Dude, I'm getting smashed by John Christ right now. I hope your pastor doesn't listen. Yeah, yeah. Seriously, I'm the evangelist, and the comedian is beating the evangelist. One, two, three, this is four, five. I got really operating in his gifting here, and I gotta, I'm. I got to tie fifty dollars on that. All I the pastors that watch my podcast are yeah. second guessing me coming yeah, speak at their church. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who is considered the 13th apostle to replace Judas Iscariot? Matthias, come forth. That's not a song, dude. Oh, <laughs> Matthias? Matthias. Remember they casted right. lots yeah, for him? Yeah. Right, yeah. Roll That's a seven one. cut. Yeah, oh, it's on Matthias. Matthias, Let's go. dog. Whew. I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna guess on that one. <laughs> this one this answer requires first, I think, last name. Okay. Uh, what was the name of the woman who washed Jesus' feet? Mary Magdalene. There it is. Well done. All right, make it well, that's do, a, do he, hard that was, for the last one. That was kind of cheating because he said it requires a last name. So I'm gonna, let me put that back He said Mary Magdalene. Yeah, but that's, I, that's, that's he, he gave it away because I knew. But you guys both had the, the equal opportunity. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Because I don't know Martha's last name. <laughs> <laughs> what is Martha's last name? We don't know. Uh, all right, you want like a really hard one? Yeah, super hard. Yeah. How many are there? This is the last one. Yeah. Right. What color are the four horses in the book of <laughs> Revelation? I mean, uh, hold on. Black and white. Is it, oh, no, hold on, hold on. Red hold and on, yellow, on. black and white. <laughs> Dude, they're I, actually kind of... Oh, I already slapped. I was going yeah, go to say four white. No. No, you don't have to pay me on that one. That I got, we'll back in. Dude. Uh, how many? Is there there's more a, questions? There's more questions. Yeah, I got a ton more. Yeah, we'll go back in. Yeah, because I slapped. All right. <laughs> Do you want to guess on that one, Matt? It's weird. It's weird. Uh, it's, that it's, is it's, an it's, extreme it's, question. It's black, white, red, and green. White, red, dark, and pale, oh. which aren't colors. The pale white horse. Yeah, I like that's how he, Tombstone though. I like. <laughs> I like. I was like, "Who's the guy that built the ark?" And then he's like, "What colors in the Revelation?" You're like, "All right, dude, find a middle ground." My goodness, dude. not Billy Graham doesn't know the answer to that Seriously? question. Dude. My goodness. What city mentioned in the Book of Revelation is also the name of an American city? Hold on, Murfreesboro. <laughs> <laughs> the borough. Antioch. No, that's, a, that's a local reference. Antioch. Yeah, it's not Antioch. Oh. oh yeah. I mean, Antioch. I guess it could no, be. No, I didn't. Uh, it's not the one. All right, give us a new one. What is, what's the answer? Philadelphia. Oh, oh that's right. Lines up. Okay. All right. A little back, bit easier. Let's go back to Old Testament. We'll go to the medium grade ones. Okay. Um, He's looking. We gotta find All right. What is this Bible quiz? I thought, <laughs> yeah, this is, that was way too hard. This is a, a lob. In what language was the Old Testament written? Hebrew. There it is. I wonder how I learned this. I mean, I know it, but I don't know how I know it. 
How many people were on the ark? I'd be guessing. I'm going to go with Noah, his wife, his three sons, and their wives. Eight. I was going to say eight, too. Let's go. That was fantastic. Congratulations. I pass? Yeah. All right. I'm going to. So I got three. He got seven. Double or nothing? Yeah. I really want to make this worth John's while today. All right. Let's go. Here we go. Um, Who's asking? Are we going back to the same thing? Yeah, go. All right. $300 question for John. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How many days was Lazarus dead before Jesus came to visit? Four. Yeah. I want it all. Dang. John Christ smashed me in this game. 7030. We love you. You're the man, brother. Thank you so much for coming. You've been on Level Up. What's that? We'll see you at the game. Absolutely. Dude, you know what? I was a football, I was the PA announcer in, in uh, college. Dude, you're a freaking great PA announcer, huh? Yeah, dude, I loved it. I was cracking jokes. You, I was going to say, were you yeah, funny? cracking jokes. And then uh, Daniel, little Johnny drops another one. You know who, in the, uh, no, I was in college. I was, and I was, I did it at the local high school. Just, and I was, and Daniel Carlson, who is now the, the field goal kicker for the Raiders. Yeah. He was in high school. You announced him? Yes. That's tight. And I go, I was like, he would do like the kickoffs. like, And I go, Carlson, he was just a bomb of a leg. And I go, Carlson kicks, Carlson's kick uh, sails to the goalpost in the parking lot. And uh, <laughs> it's been, uh, the ball has been resuscitated by two paramedics and placed at the 20 yard line, first and 10. And they were just like, everyone's just like, I was Did just they crack- love it? They loved it, but I mean that the the, uh, the uh, administration was like, "Hey, you can't, you can't." I was like, "Carlson's uh, field goal kick is good. Sails over the full moon. Is landing in the parking lot." I and they it, just, it's like very. It's so funny to tell jokes from because it's so buttoned up. Yep. And they go, <laughs> "Yeah." They crucified me after I did the Music City Bowl this year. They. Oh, they crushed you. All the Tennessee fans freaking hate me. It's like, dude, it's not a Tennessee home game. It's Tennessee yeah. versus Purdue. And Purdue freaking won, and I have to be excited for oh, Purdue. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sure. yeah, sorry, guys. Um, all right, here's a three hundred dollar bonus question. All right. You have it. You can have it all. All right. First and last name of the starting kicker for the Tennessee Titans. Punter or kicker? Kicker, not Brett Kern. I know Who Brett Kern. I know. Shoot. Is he same as last year? Yes, he's number fourteen. He's been there. Uh, Acres. No, who's Akers? <laughs> Akers is retired <laughs> from Philadelphia. Give me another one. Give me another one. Randy Bullock. Oh, please. Yeah. Randy that. Bullock? Yeah. Oh, I, I thought he was a running back. Randy. <laughs> All right, let me give you another Titans question. Um I was see, I was in a I was a, I grew up a uh Falcons fan. You grew up a Falcons fan? Yeah, I grew up in Atlanta. But I remember like the music city miracle and all that stuff. So yeah. Were you around back then? Oh yeah, yeah. Around. Were you working for them? No, then? I'm no, you originally from the West Coast. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Uh, Three hundred dollar question. Yeah. Tennessee Titans. Who? Jeff George. <laughs> Jeff George is the quarterback for Atlanta. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Who? Mm-hmm. Where's the number? Yeah. Thirty-one for the Tennessee Titans. Derrick Henry. 31? You are not a Titans fan. Kevin Byard. Oh, please, dude. You're a Falcons I fan? I know, yeah, big Falcons fan. 
You're, so you, so if the Falcons and the Titans play in the Super Bowl, I would you're go for the Falcons. Yeah, I mean you can't go against your teams for from your childhood. You who are your childhood teams? The Rams and the Titans. Yeah, you get that's like that's like your favorite band. No, your favorite band. Oilers. Your favorite band is like a band from when you were 13. Your favorite movie, your favorite anything is when you were in the formative years. All right, you can't have your for 300. Last chance to win 300 dollars. Who was my favorite band in high school? Was it A? Pearl Jam. Yeah. Was it B, Metallica, or was it C, Rage Against the Machine? In how old are you? In high school, 16. No, how old are you now? Oh, 44. <laughs> 43, 43, 43. <laughs> Rage, Against, right, Rage the Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine, that's, that's Rage Against the Machine, Metallica, or Pearl, Pearl Jam? Jam. Uh, Metallica. You are incorrect. Dang it. Say your prayers to do on. It was actually balls on parade. Uh, it's unbelievable. You know, they, the, uh, the, uh, uh, they're funny because they were like, uh, like anti the system. Yep. And they, you have to have a mandatory vaccine to go to their shows. I know. It's <laughs> I love, I love, I love, it, I love your vaccine. That's the comedy about it, dude. It's beautiful, man. Dude, yeah. you are the man. You have a book coming out in October yeah, called Delete out. That. Let's go. And basically about all the things we talked about today. Right, that, that kind of line of thinking. Do you share yeah. your story in yeah, there? Yeah, all story. Yeah, yeah. Really? I said it's, it's it's a it's a it's a tell some. It's a tell some. Yeah, like it's not a tell all. It's a tell some. Who's the hottest chick you hooked up with? <laughs> oh my gosh! See, we can't do that here. Eli, edit that out. John, I didn't. I, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't hook up with anybody. All right, I yeah, love. I did. Like, I felt comfortable. You're the man. You can, for you can it, ask that. Yeah, we'll we'll have you out to a show sometime, and you do five minutes in front of me. You want to? If I would, if you would teach me how to, I got you. Come up with like a couple. You write down in your notebook. <laughs> so bring that in. We'll we'll uh, workshop it, dude. That would be funny. And but, dude, what if I am the cooler or the killer, whatever you call me? What if I, I, have, what if um, I end up being better than you? I'm not concerned. Yeah. <laughs> All right. One last thing. You right, can buddy, leave our audience All a right. level up moment, a quote, something. You know, overcome your dreams, passion, whatever. What would you say to them? To overcome well okay, no, i mean like anything what's your level up moment the only i tell I, I tell people this all the time they're like everywhere around the city people go hey i want to be a comedian i love comedy i want everybody says i'm funny i want to be a comedian i want to i go i go the east room 8 p.m on tuesday open mic i say it three times a week the east room and and guess how many people have ever done it zero zero the east room the East Room at 8 p.m. on Tuesday has an open mic. And I say that all, the, but everybody's like, I want to be a comedian. I want to do it. And this applies to everything. It, it, fear. Like, if you want to be a doctor, you got to go to med school. You got to go to the thing, right? You got to do all, you got to go to the, uh, uh, get in, take the, whatever that test is, get in, go to uh, uh, training, go to uh, residency, go all the thing to be, like, you can do, you can do it today. But the only barrier to entry is fear. That's the only, there's no financial barrier. There's no, there's none. And, but nobody does it. And Jerry Seinfeld said, I believe every person on earth, if they had the ability, would be a comedian. Wow. If they thought that they could, they would. It's like playing in the NBA. Like, if you had the ability to do that, you would do it. Because it's, the, the, the rewards are unbelievable. Fear is, but, and when you get on the other side, I remember going to my first time I ever did stand up. I, was, I threw up, I threw up in the, in the green room and this older comic is more of a, you know, like he's kind of one of the legends around there. He goes, Hey man, it's the first time I go. Yeah. He goes, think about this. They can't kill you and they can't put you in prison. <laughs> so like what, 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 what exactly are you f uh, scared of? Yeah. And it turns out that you're scared of it's, you're more, it's more, 
you get to a place where you're, it's, it's more fearful to stay in the same place than, than to move on. And fuss for you. the message Bible. <laughs> and you've already overcome both of yours. That bad set and you being yeah, canceled. Yeah, nothing to scared I mean, of now, dude. There's no, nothing to be scared. You're free. All right, I'm going to tell you one last joke and then tell me if you like it. You ready? All right, yeah. Okay. Two guys walk into a bar. Okay. Okay. And one guy's really loud and obnoxious. The other guy's really quiet. In fact, he's not saying anything. Yeah. And he's like, bartender, uh, two beers, one for me and one for Donkey Boy. Yeah. Have you heard this one? No. Okay. So Donkey Boy's all quiet. You go, come on, Donkey Boy, have a seat here. <laughs> donkey Boy, why are you? And he's talking. He's obnoxious. Keeps calling him Donkey Boy, and the bartender's getting kind of burned out. And he goes, I got to go take a leak. Donkey Boy, get another beer. Hey, bartender, another beer for me and one for Donkey Boy. I'll be right back. So the bartender's all mad, pointing Throws it over the guy and goes, dude, stand up for yourself, man. Why do you let that fat, freaking obnoxious guy keep calling you donkey boy? I mean, seriously, have some respect for yourself. Why do you let him keep calling you donkey boy? He looks at him and he goes, he always calls me that. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> that stupid? That's a good joke. I like the act out. He was committed to it. That's what you got to need in comedy. I love you. You're the man, John brother. Chris, level up soon. with us. And thank you for watching. I'll be watching. back, baby. Yes. Go another Titans. week of level. Go Titans, Falcons. Let's go, go baby. Go Fightins. Yeah, we'll see you there. We're not going to be good this year, but yeah, we'll see you. We'll see you on the field. Um, seriously, thank you so much. Please make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Share this with someone. We got John freaking Chris in the house. Let's go in the garage. In the garage. Yeah. <laughs> we got John Chris in the garage. Please like, subscribe, share, rate. Thank you, Eli. Thank you, 10 Bears Production. And thank you for watching another week of Level Up.